I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Warning, this podcast contains strong opinions, rants, words, and complete and utter honesty. But that's not going to stop you, is it? Hello, everybody! Hello! We've made it, Lou. I'm so excited. This is so exciting. Welcome, everyone, to our brand new first ever episode of Loose Lips. I'm Louisa Zisman. And I'm Anna Williamson. And every Monday, we're going to be bringing you all the chat around the stories of the week, the stuff that gets you riled up. And you never know, we may just be joined by a special guest or two. We may, if we invite them, because we do love ourselves. Well, exactly. I think the problem might be that if we get a guest, we won't get a word in edgeways. That's hard with us. To be fair, I know. We can't can't have a two-hour podcast because everyone will switch off. Do you think? I don't think they would. I have faith in our listeners. (laughs) Do you know what? Speaking of which, we have to say... an enormous thank you to everybody. Yes, um, huge thank you. Because already, so this is our first ep, but we started to trail this um, on our on our socials last week, um, and straight away it went into number two in the overall podcast charts yeah. and number one in the which category was it? Social society, society and, social and culture. culture. Are we cultural? Well, I don't think I'm very cultured. (laughs) (laughs) But thanks, we're number one apparently in that category, so woohoo. We hope we don't disappoint. No, so basically we are here because I was a guest on your 
podcast. Yeah, so I do another podcast, Blatant Plug, uh, Breaking Mum and Dad. Blatant. Um, blatant, uh, which is um, which is still going as well. It's my, my separate one as well, but I do a lot of stuff about parenting in that one. But Lou came on. Lou is a friend. Uh, we live near each other. Our babies, Lou's middle and my, my only one, are the same age. Keep it that way. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So she keeps telling me, she's like, don't have another one. But then, so Lou came on my, uh, my podcast to talk about her experience as a mum, and she was so beautifully open and honest. Um, and you let us into a little bit of the private side of Louisa I think that people don't don't always know exists is that you know sometimes I'm a little bit secretive aren't I there's a soft lovely gorgeous little side to you you're like a nah I don't believe her (laughs) you're like a chocolate eclair soft on the inside um, but the response was so amazing people seemed to just really enjoy um, the fact that we were talking so honestly honestly and openly um, and particularly um, Louisa's refreshing um, just this is what she thinks and I think um, you know correct me if I'm wrong yeah. a bit Marmite some people don't like your definite comments definite Marmite but some people really like the fact that you don't apologise for saying how you feel and I think in this day and age that is particularly refreshing exactly so here we are here is our Loose Lips podcast we coined the name Loose Lips because that's exactly what we are. We're going to chat about everything and anything. Although I did say to my husband, we called Loose Lips, and he smirked and sniggered. I know. And I was like, Alex! Quite fitting for us mums. <laughs> we have four children between us, so there's several meanings of the word Loose Lips for us, especially me. I'm quite open about regularly peeing myself. And, and I had a forceps birth, so believe me. You have got Loose car crash. It's a car crash down there. <laughs> I like to... I'm pleased that we've started this podcast up on the right phone. Producer Imogen is now creasing up. Everyone's got images of Anna looking like a stingray. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is so bad. We digress. We are digressing. This is a whole... Uh, do you know what, though? We do need to talk about the whole car crash vaginas one day. We do. That's We're so really digressing. digressing. Um, so first up this week, so Louisa and I, This the whole point of our podcast, it's topical, it's going to be every single week, but we wanted something just to be a complete reaction and, and we're on Instagram a lot, we're on social media and there's that wonderfully refreshing, we know it obviously has another darker side to it, but refreshing freedom of speech um, and we wanted to be able to get on board with you guys really and have a bigger, wider platform to be able to debate Definitely. and talk about the big topics that are really riling you in more than just 15 seconds on stories and and yeah I I do love an Instagram story but I'm loving being in the studio with my big gob um now this the last few days I had (laughs) loads and loads of people um contacting me about Celebrity Big Brother which I was on you may or may not know in 2014 and normally I always go and bots they haven't asked me this year though not sure why I've probably upset someone there um but Loads of people were contacting me asking what I thought about this whole Roxanne Pallet incident. Um, she used to play Joe Stars in Emmerdale. She left the Celebrity Big Brother house on Saturday after accusing Ryan Thomas, who was in Corrie, I think. Yeah. Jason Grimshaw. That's it, yeah. I don't watch any soaps. So. Um, she accused him <laughs> of punching her unprovoked repeatedly in the ribs. I think she actually said, he punched me like a boxer punches a bag. What yeah, accent is did. that? Today, but you did quite well with it. To be fair. <laughs> I'm sorry if we've offended anybody already that comes from from other parts. Where is of the that accent from? I'm not actually sure. She's from Man. I, I want maybe to Manchester. Say Manchester. Yeah. Manchester. I don't think that was a Manchester accent. Sorry, everyone. You had a, you, you had a good stab at it. Um, so yeah, so this is this is obviously a topic that that it happened on Thursday, um, and it grew and grew. And I I watch Big Brother religiously because I have a I I have an interest. I do as you say. This is how Lou and I actually met yeah. originally was on Big Brother's bit on the side um, because I go on as one of the shows. 
psychs. Now, just to be clear, I don't do the psych testing before they go in. I'm not part Thank of that. Thank God. Would you have let her in? Oh, God, not under the current circumstances. No, but this is what... But I don't know... Her, I genuinely don't know her complete backstory and I'm not privy to that. But having seen how genuinely... And I actually... Because I do keep in touch with the team and I do a lot of commenting in the press on, yeah. on what I see. But even before this kicked off, um, I, I, I did find her fascinating from a psychological perspective to look her because, eyes are yeah. she has some crazy friggin eyes going on like if you look she's at quite her haunting, face quite haunting isn't it it's like she's like she needs to be exercised <laughs> not in a diet and Gym fitness way, kind of yeah. way <laughs> in a kind of exorcist it's a there's, a there's a woman there that there's an hell of a lot going on and I think and, and it's more and more this has been uncovered and I think I'm sure everybody that, that is, is listening now has probably seen exactly what went on we've seen the videos well if you haven't seen the videos actually because I said to a few people I can talk about this on the podcast and they were like oh we don't watch CBB but basically he is essentially play fighting and barely makes contact with her makes like literally brushes probably her left side then moves around to her right side, punching the air, like going, pull, 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 pull. And she grabs the right side and goes, ow, that hurt. And he actually didn't even touch her right side. Um, and they were laughing. She laughed Yeah, afterwards. they were laughing and joking. And then I think that she's thought, oh, I'm going to make something of this now. How do I get this to be about me? Well, because you've been in Celebrity Brothers. So, so do you think... As you say, to be in the spotlight, do you think? I think, do you know what? People do fight for airtime in there. They do. Um, they're all celebrities. People, to be a celebrity, I think you have to be a little bit, you know, left of field. Like, Edgy, yeah. Yeah, and so everyone's always looking for that storyline. What can you do to make you be the stand-up one? How are you going to make the most out of this opportunity when you come out of that environment? And I think well, I think one of her storylines in Emmerdale actually was domestic abuse, Gosh. and maybe she thought she would turn this into her very own soap opera. But what she forgot is it's Big Brother. Well, this is it. There is a camera, at every angle, at every height in that house. So, and do you ever forget that? I know that you sounds do, silly. You do forget that the cameras are there, especially when you've had a drink and stuff. I definitely did, but. Um, <laughs> I think that you do forget, but there are cameras everywhere. And for her to then just lie, I mean, it's just an absolute blatant lie that if this hadn't have been in Big Brother, that poor man, poor Ryan, being accused of hitting a woman... It is one of the most despicable things. He could have Mm. lost his, his... um, girlfriend, Child. he could have lost his children, mm-hmm. his, the relationship with his ex, his job, his, you know, this man could have lost everything if this wasn't Big Brother and it wasn't caught on camera. Yeah. And I really feel so strongly that she should be hung, drawn and quartered publicly for doing this. And now, you know, she's gone, she's on Jeremy Vine, I think, as we speak. Mm-hmm. She's got an interview with Emma later. I don't know how hard Emma will be in her. Look, it's going to be very, very brief. I think Emma will. One thing, actually, Emma, Emma is, is she's pretty yeah. good at, um, at cut, and, and I think I mean big, big interview on Emma's shoulders. Actually, it'd be interesting to see how it pans out yeah. tonight because she will have to get to this to the bottom of this. Um, and I think a lot of, but exactly as you say, there's been a huge uproar. And I think what's been so, so interesting about it is a lot of people have been coming out of the woodwork. And I think for yeah. me, from looking at it when it was all unfolding on screen, she and I. <sighs> 
I don't know whether in her, in her head she truly believes and has manifested something. Into well, I'm wondering that if she's if she does she genuinely believe that this is now bigger than it is. I don't know. Like, I don't know her at all, but I know a lot of yeah. people that do, and a lot of people that that don't have but a lot of she good is things not to liked. say. If you look at Twitter, she is not liked. Mm. Like all, her co-stars, her ex-co-stars, she is. She does not have a good reputation in the industry at all. Well, there's been there's been previous, you know. I yeah. mean, only allegations we know, but yeah, there have been some people have been very vocal. People that don't normally come out and say things yeah. as well, actually, have said that actually this is you know this is almost karma. But I think it's interesting that you know she she it's in that diary room, and I know you said it. And I I don't get that emotionally involved in Big Brother. I look at it from an analytical point of view, and I have to say, seeing these lies and this fabrication coming out of her, and then seeing Ryan, this broken He's man. So bro- I was literally crying watching it, just thinking, oh my god, because you're in such a bubble when you're in there. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what people are thinking on the outside. Thank God that the audience were were chanting "Get Roxy out" because it does give you a tiniest minuscule of insight into what the public are thinking and she then realised oh shit I've really fucked this up you can see that in her face I'm you? going and she walked instantly and interestingly Big Brother didn't try and keep her there do you, and think, they she, do. Do you think she copped out Oh, completely. She heard that and she thought, I'm going to sneak out the back door. I'm not going to have to face anyone. I'm Off fucked. I go. I, yeah, literally I'm fucked. Like, I, he, she tried to screw him over and she's been the one that's left screwed and over. And isn't it interesting? And this is why, and you might be listening as well thinking, okay, maybe you do or don't care about Big Brother, but it does open up the wider issue about domestic violence, um, uh, crying wolf, um, and, and just the whole very sensitive topic Mm. of emotional physical um abuse within relationships and i think a lot of people also and and his brother haven't they they've all tweeted as well in support of him and the fact that even after this allegation and get from 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 her to him he was highly confused because again you could see in his face what have i done he's trying to calculate what i've done and the the and that must huge impact of what she's saying is so major and it's so big and but he still apologized didn't he yeah but i guess he just wanted to put it to bed but it does it absolutely makes a mockery of genuine people that suffer domestic abuse um and that domestic abuse for me is my number one like i cannot bear it anyone that lays their hands on somebody else it's just to me completely incomprehensible i don't know how anyone could do that i've had friends that are been in the situations and it's just absolutely heartbreaking it makes my blood boil and I'm so angry at her for doing this because it makes women that are genuinely suffering that are living in fear that have no escape not come forward and not say anything because they're worried well who's going to believe me are they going to believe me when she can go on a, a huge tv show in front of cameras and lie about it it's just Oh my god! It's like I'm you, so mad. But it, and I and quite rightly, and I think this is why it has become such a huge topic because, as you say, it 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 threatens to throw everything that that people have been doing to help victims and the hard come work forward back. over the the years and years of hard work where you know different charities have been trying to raise the profile of domestic abuse and you know we're encouraging women and men because men do suffer but you know, to come out and come forward. And she's just made a mockery of the whole bloody thing. Yeah. And it makes me absolutely sick. And without a doubt, 
I read somewhere that she had been a victim before and then apparently she said in the diary room she'd never suffered domestic abuse. So there's differing accounts of what she's saying there. I have no doubt that today or tonight in her interview with Emma, she is going to say, well, I've been a victim of domestic abuse and it triggered some kind of post-traumatic stress, which is why I've been so explosive about it. And to be honest with you, I think it's absolute, utter bullshit. And if Emma believes that and gives her that cop-out, she should not have a cop-out. She should have no escape from this she it needs to take there. ownership yeah. and say i've got a personality disorder i'm a pathological liar i'm a complete raven lunatic and i i probably i don't know what to do and but th- i put my hands up if you just in that's the thing if she just said sorry actually or I don't whatever sorry is enough well, i think she should but i don't think she'd ever say it and i think no, because I, I think she believes it i think this is the thing with the whole you know roxanne debate is that at any point perhaps big brother should have stepped in and the, perhaps they should have shown her that footage and said do you really think that that i know is, is, has, he it's has hard i think it's hard when she's crying you know crying wolf about it and it's hard for them to know what to do well it is because because i suppose the initial well i know what the initial reaction is we we need to believe that she is upset and so we have to validate that feeling you do you always go with the victim in inverted commas Mm. there but Mm. actually the victim here's ryan and and as it unfolded initially it was like oh we'll play devil's advocate maybe she's hurt you yeah. know he got it you know, he, he should never even got a warning really well they're saying are they going to retract her off him yeah i mean do you think they should, they should they retract that warning do you think I, I think they should for the first time in real big brother history is show the housemates the footage Completely, and in fact, even Rylan, um, host of Bit on the Side, yeah, he was saying, I saw he, that. "Yeah, he was saying I'm going to get into trouble, but for saying but this, it's the last year, anyway, isn't it, of Big Brother? So well, don't so worry, Rylan. Saying, so they're saying, <laughs> yeah. I mean, who who knows? I mean, to be I fair, I mean, they, it could go either way after this series. They might they might have another but series in the game. It's a band. shame that it would resurrect another series that it's yeah. come down to having to publicly break a man and have this happen for it to get ratings and it just you know leads on to a whole nother discussion about celebrity and what's right and wrong and what's entertainment and what's entertainment and actually you're you're messing around with people's lives and i think that people forget that celebrities are people this is a person that's been accused of something really awful on national tv and they have families and that's the thing like his his brother who's been um tweeting loads in support their mum imagine if our mums saw that for us his their mum apparently is an inconsolable crying her eyes out he's got a little girl i mean the the whole ramifications are awful and i think um you know there's sort of a, a wider topic so with the with the domestic abuse but then some people are saying she has mental health issues but then some yeah. people on the flip side are then saying it's that's offensive. In, that's offensive yeah. now I, I hold my hands up you know I, mental health has been something that I've been challenged with for, for over a decade you know I've very publicly got um, GAD and, and uh, I've suffered with depression you know everything's I'm going through a really good phase at the moment but you know and I have to say um, I'm not precious at all about people yeah. saying I'm really not but I think exactly like you said I think it, we, people can be very quick to pin a label on something yeah. as an I mean, I did yesterday. I put an Instagram post up about this and I finished it with saying, I hope she gets the mental help that she needs. But to be honest, we've been chatting this morning and we just think that she's not actually mental. We just think she's a bitch. Well, yeah. She's just a, a really nasty, evil woman. And I really also think my biggest bugbear about mental health and all this stuff and you know, this is going to sound a bit insensitive. No, so, look, look, that's, that's that the whole point. It's, you can say. I feel like 
people use mental health as a cop-out and as an excuse for a lot of behaviour. And it's not, you have to be accountable for your actions. You can't just say, oh, well, this has happened to me and that's happened to me and this is why I behave like this. No, it's no excuse. Behave properly, have good morals, and behave nicely as you'd want to be treated. And don't stand up there and say, well, you know, I've got this issue, I've got that issue. Because it is people that genuinely suffer it's well it makes it, it then makes it, well it dilute it dilutes it and, yeah. and and as you say so for people that really really do feel and, and they're suffering as you say it can feel like as you say oh that's almost the trendy I mean, thing every to say and that bloody person suffering with something nowadays every single you know you meet but that goes that's life everyone has their own battles in life everyone's going through something and I think that we're just so quick to label everything so just saying do you know what it's life sometimes life's shit and you go through things and you have to pick yourself up and carry on and get on with it and without you, having to have without some having this diagnosis. whole label mm. this whole diagnosis let's go through it I believe <laughs> I am no kind of therapist <laughs> Anna's going to correct me in a minute but you just have to get on with things sometimes and you can't wallow in a cesspit of self-pity because it you'll just make yourself worse so you gotta you know pick yourself up get yourself on carry on walking forwards and not backwards and you know what there there is a lot of truth in that and you say is the therapist in me and if everyone's going oh my god you know that she that's all they, i'm sure people won't but if anyone is saying it's not as easy as that and, everyone and, and, says that and, but, but but this is and i think to cut through what you've said and you, it is very personal and i you know and i i have suffered with with depression and you know, crippling depression where where it isn't as easy as just getting up and you know cracking on because it is a complete diagnosable thing however what i will say is is uh, genuinely with what you say you you are you either have a choice you sort of yeah. sit there and go okay well this, this is what I was in this situation yeah. okay you I can, can get sit- out of the bed well, or you can stay in exactly the bed. I have yeah exactly I'm this was 10 years ago I'm, I'm you know got and when I had Enzo as well I I, I had really yeah it's either I sit in bed and I feel suicidal and I do sod all about it or I you find can. something in me somewhere to try yeah. and push for I know it isn't as and easy nobody as that, guys, else but- is gonna fight and you know I've I don't speak very publicly about my private life, really. But I've, you know, suffered postnatal depression twice. Things in my past, like done a few silly things. And now I did see a therapist once, actually. Did you? Yeah. <gasps> Revelation. I know. I don't think I was very good. It was in his garage and his dog was there. But anyway. Um, <laughs> I would like to point out, guys, that there are some very credible therapists out there. <laughs> Perhaps he was not really in a garage. Nice. He was really nice, actually. Um so yeah so it'd be interesting to see what they say say about Roxanne and I, what I would say is that I mean I don't know um, whether it is just you know cold yeah. cold manipulation I think um, she's a cold manipulative bitch uh, well I wouldn't and she needs to go away and never ever work well any of us have to see her again she should go and work in the corner shop do you know how many people she offended saying oh I don't need the fame and fortune I wouldn't you know I'd rather work in a corner shop piss off then you'll make more working in a corner shop now love well because you say it offended anyone that that owns a corner shop so rude Anyway, she's a troubled young lady, and I I do just wonder um, if uh, you know. And and, and I what well, I will play, and I'm going to play devil's advocate on this one. I know you'll probably hate me for saying this, Lou, but and this isn't me being soft or anything. Here we go. Here she goes. This is Anna <laughs> with the therapy hat on. But what I would want to say is that even and I do agree. I think the behaviour has been appalling, and I think how poor Ryan um, is has been treated has been absolutely despicable. But I do hope that um, Roxanne 
because there's a lot of hate towards her at the moment and you know I I would be it would be absolutely horrific if, if we had if something bad yeah. happened so I do think we need to be careful in society that we don't completely throw her under the bus and that she does but, but just I think she needs to go she away for a bit she did throw Ryan under the bus she now needs to realise the ramifications of what she's done well actually hot off the press um, by the time you listen to this so um got a tweet in here from Eric Johnson I think Eric used to work on the right stuff actually um, on the on the Jeremy Vine uh, so she's just done an interview um, he is saying my toes are curling at the sight of Roxanne Pallet's issue issuing a grovelling apology to Ryan oh. Thomas she's saying in quotations I got it wrong I need to better myself oh um, that's positive and briefed Let's let's work out who told her to say that, shall we? Let me tell you, everything that you will see on television today from Roxanne Pallet, she has been briefed, she has been coached, she has practised. The questions that she's going to be asked will be prepared and she will probably know what those questions are. So take it all the pinch of salt. She is still a manipulative little cow. Anyway... Moving on, yes. something else about, you know, crying wolf. What else has caught my eye is the bishop at Aretha Franklin's funeral, um, allegedly groping tiny weenie Ariana Grande. And she is mini, she's mini. She's really mini, isn't she? Yeah. I saw, um, apparently, he wrapped his arm around her um, and his hands touching the, the side of her breast because like, he's gone round her back and his fingers are kind of just... Um, under on the, the side boob. Uh, yeah, the side, side boob bit. Yeah. Um, he's apologised, saying it would never be my intention to touch any woman's breast. I did. I don't know. I guess I put my arm around her. What I noticed when I watched this back is the height difference from a logistical point of view. He is literally head and shoulders above her. So when he puts his arm around her, the natural resting place of his arm is is not in the small of her back. Or the waist, yeah. Or, yeah, it, it is actually under, well, the bra line, really, isn't it? Mm. So I think this is another kind of, you know, trial by press. It's just awful. You cannot do anything nowadays. Well, I mean, again, let's just, and if you haven't seen it, just have a quick, quick look on YouTube. Now, and what, also, Ariana has said nothing, not a word, not a peep. So clearly, she thinks there's nothing wrong with it probably be nice if she came out and said dude it's fine like relax you didn't even need to apologize but, least, but she hasn't said the other way as you say uh, oh yeah bishop charles h ellis the third well that's the name i, I mean, wish i had a title like that just should we make one louisa louisa the sisma the first yeah <laughs> it's like elizabeth but, but, so we're looking at a picture now we've got tinternet up and i mean she is sort of leaning back looking at him but you I know think what? they're looking at each other but also she probably has to lean back so much to, to see so him tall. and also something i mean my dad's a bit like this as in he 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 talks to me quite i'm, I'm always like dad bubble personal yeah. space when you talk to someone but it's i so think innocent. that our generation is a lot more aware of personal space and then then the older generation i know maybe people think that's an excuse I literally hate anyone coming in my personal space. I will openly say to people, can you back off? Like, you are getting too close to me. Like, I don't want to feel your breath on my face. How do you I don't f- want to smell you. How do you feel about, like, kissing people? Like, you know, when strangers or, I mean... I don't you- like being kissed. I don't like being grabbed. Like, do not come up to me. I hate it. That's the one thing I like now about being less well-known and less famous is that people don't come up and grab you. Like, I'm fre- friendly, relatively. But I don't want I don't want people don't trying want people to kiss me, yeah, or touch me. Like, don't freaking touch me. Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, 
I feel bad for the poor bishop. He's obviously a good Christian man and is probably devastated once again by these allegations that haven't even been made by Ariana. Well, this is it. And, and the people have seen it and, and they've made their own assumptions. Um, I mean, we don't know. Well, we don't know anything that Ariana said. But as you say, the fact that she hasn't said anything, we would like to believe that it's because she doesn't have an yeah. issue. And it's not. And, and exactly. if she does say something, it perhaps just fuels the fire. Even yeah, sometimes more. you're better off just just keeping stem. Yeah, to but, try and make it go away. But it does. It does sort of widen out this whole topic, doesn't it? Of this, this trial by media. It's, you know, if, if an opinion's getting slightly out of control and 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 people suddenly getting highly offended over something that actually genuinely doesn't even concern them you know and i think it's like none of anyone's business no well, no one this can do is anything. the problem with the, this is the problem with social media and i love to hate it mm. um a week could cover i could talk about social media for ages it's another podcast thing but i think um just everyone just needs to shut the fuck up mm. and relax keep your nose in your own business you'd be a lot better off a lot more successful and probably a lot happier mm. Focus on yourself, self-growth. I think social media is a fabulous place, but as you say, it is a love-hate relationship. Yeah, because then you kind of go, oh gosh, really? Are we all, are we all that easily offended by something yes. that actually there is no actual um, truth or, or anything in it? I you think say, people do it for attention. Do you think? I don't know. I think that they just... I think to tweet a bishop's, you know, his finger might be one millimetre, you know, like a little high. bit too high. I'm like, come on, people. And also, it takes away the... This was a funeral, for goodness <laughs> sake. Do you know what Someone I mean? Someone died. But it is. And I think and I think perhaps that's why Ariana hasn't spoken out. Yeah, because it's not her moment. This is about Aretha her Franklin. Moment. It's her funeral. And, and that's what the bishop has said. He said, look, he's... Apo- again, and this is another thing. Again, like the Ryan Apologising. He's apologising. Stop apologising. This really gets my go. Over... Uh, do you know, as a nation, Over we... Over-apologising. We always apologise. We always say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Use different words. You're, it's a really good point, actually. And how many times do we are we all guilty of, of, of apologising? Apologising for something that we've done, done if you know what I'm. Oh, well, no, you no, apologise for apologising yeah, for, sorry, for someone else's doing. Yeah. So I did it. I caught myself the other day on a train. Like some somebody tripped over me, right? As in they were barging, yeah. so they barged. And you apologise, and I apologise. I was like, oh, sorry. I'm not saying go around and be mean to everyone, but just no, of course, live not. in that moment. And if someone has done wrong to you, don't apologise. If you've done no wrong. Don't apologise. But I mean, bless him. I know why he has. I wouldn't. I would have said, if I was that bishop, I would have said, you know what? I'm a foot and a half taller from her. My hand lands around her bra line. I meant no intention this by This is ridiculous. It. This is absolutely ridiculous. There's nothing in it. Um, anyone, you know, anyone that is suggesting it is, is needs to perhaps think about themselves. And apologise to me yeah. for publicly... Yeah, like making me out to be a groper. Yeah. Basically. Do you know what? I don't even think we need to even so th- say anymore. This week... What? I want all of our listeners to be mentally aware of when they're over-apologising. So and tell us yeah. how it goes for you. Good thought for the week, actually. Yeah. My Jerry Springer moment. So, this week with uh, Louise Lisman. Catch I'd yourself, like you all yeah, yeah, yourself, yourself apologising. Because... Half the time you're saying it out of habit and half the time you've done nothing wrong. More than half. I- right, Lou, um, it is that time of the podcast. We have we have, we have, have talked and pontificated. I hope we haven't offended anybody. I hope we have. But I, <laughs> Lou does. So, But every week, um, because 
Lou is never backwards in coming forwards, and that's why I love her. She, like I say, she has a squidgy soft centre. Um, oh but um, Louisa, we're going to do Louisa's rant of the week, okay? Um, and Louisa is going to be picking on something that's particularly getting her goat, and we're just going to let her offload. It's almost like she's got a little private therapy session. Just I know to, this is just this to is let it off. Louisa in therapy. It is. So, so, what is your rant of the week? So basically, something has been brought to my attention. I sometimes do these little Q&As on Instagram, mainly about parenting. And I did one recently about older children and parenting older children. And what really came through from this Q&A is that parents are afraid of their children. And I feel we are raising a generation of snowflakes. So describe a snowflake. So a snowflake is this oversensitive, typical millennial, actually entitled, oversensitive, overthinks everything, completely over the top with the whole PC brigade, and it's just getting out of hand and out of control. Okay. And I feel like we need to stop this silliness. Stop being so offended. Stop being, you know, I have to self-censor all the time in case I offend someone. And I feel like I shouldn't have to do that. People should just be a little bit more hardy. Like this whole frigging Or do you think thing. perhaps realise when... when cause, and I, and I will say... You can't say anything anymore. You know, you can't even have you, a joke with someone. So is, is that, that's the point, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's so ridiculous, honestly. Can't have a joke. You because, can't yeah. have a joke. You can't say anything in case that person gets upset. I made a joke recently about someone not having a girlfriend because they play PlayStation too much. They got so... I will tell you who it is later. Um, they got so upset and offended it caused massive problems for me okay and I'm just like Jesus friggin Christ dude like come on I mean even even right I know that Lou can be ahead of a lot more opinionated than this but calling someone out that they didn't have a girlfriend because they're playing their PlayStation I mean I would say that's the kind of bants I would say to my but brother the, this starts at home with parents like not standing up to their children as well like people are like oh what do you do if Dixie's rude to you I take all her crap I put it in a black bag and I put it in the rubbish and she goes to her room like stop being so afraid of, of saying things or doing things because you're scared like, or creating boundaries or, like, and, you know yeah. create the boundaries create say no like it's okay to say no. Someone said, "Oh, what do you do?" And um, when Dixie says she hates you, I don't care. Like seriously, your kids are gonna turn around to you multiple times and say, "Oh, I hate you. I never want to see you again. I'm gonna move out." Mama will let them. If she turned around and said to me, "I'm moving to Dad's," I'd be like, "See ya, go." Says me a school run. You know, like honestly, it's just <laughs> and and people are so scared of, of standing up. You know, and then because of that. We really are. When you look at the 20-somethings now, they're so entitled. Like, they think they should have that Louis Vuitton handbag. They think they should have this. They think they should come out of university and land a 45, 50 grand a year job. It's not going to happen. That's not the real world. Even if you go to uni and you get a degree, you are still going to start relatively from the bottom. You might be slightly higher than the people that don't have a degree, but you're not going to walk in there and start running the joint. So get a grip, grow up. Stop being so oversensitive. Stop being so offended by everything and just get on with life and stop apologising. Do you know what? 
That's my rant. It really annoys me. Good rant, Lou. Good rant. So that's Lou's rant on snowflakes and over-entitled millennials. Um, <laughs> brilliant. That is Lou's rant of the week. Um, that is it. I cannot believe it. That is I the know. first podcast done and that dusted. Um, so We're fun- nearly on time. I've got to go and get my boobs checked out, which can lead us into another plastic surgery debate next week because... I've taken the big boobies out and got small ones now. I've got to go to the hospital now. What, just for checkup? Yeah, checkup. I think I'm they, healing. They were, they were itching the other week. They, they are. I think it's because I'm so. Are you, I'm a really sweaty oh, person. I, I wonder if it's because I have Botox and the sweat goes to other places. <laughs> I I'm th- literally sitting on this chair in Paris to get up. Are you dripping? I've probably left a. Wet patch. Wet patch. I think it's hormones. <laughs> Ever since I had Enzo, I just really? sweat all the it's damn It's really time. bad. I'm so sweaty. That's I wonder awful. if we can solve our sweat problem. Do you have sweat problems? Let us know. We, Let we us are, know, ladies. We sweat are problems, pee problems, child problems. We are here for your problems. We certainly are. Now listen, here's to get involved. Um, uh, we want you to get involved. You can drop us an email at looselipspod at gmail.com um, and you can use the hashtag looselips pod on social media and also our instagrams at louise zisman and at live coaching by anna so please email us actually yes let us know what you think genuinely this is a podcast that we do want you to be massively involved in and um if you want to come on it if you want us to read out some of your tweets and and set things up let us know seriously maybe you agree with us maybe you disagree with us um whatever you think we just really really do welcome your opinion because that's the whole point of it quite frankly and we Uh, can mold it as well not too much i mean we're not going to change but we'll take your views on board if you, if, <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. Um, so yeah, please don't forget as well to rate, review, subscribe as well to the podcast. And of course, you're going to get it straight to your device every single Monday as well. So do spread the word. We hope you've enjoyed Definitely. it. Thank you for listening. Please get in touch and we will be here again next week. Hi, I'm Anna Williamson from Breaking Mum and Dad, the podcast. If you haven't listened to my series yet, please do come on in. It is all about parenting from an emotional and mental health perspective. And believe me, we delve deep into the real, honest feelings, warts and all. You know, the problem is, I think so many people are so scared, including myself, of sometimes showcasing those dark days because the immediate reaction is, is he safe to be a father? So please do subscribe. Come on board. It's Breaking Mum and Dad, the podcast with me, Anna Williamson, and all of my very, very special guests. You can access it on Acast, your Apple Podcasts, or however else you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.